0: Sparking Wholeness. And now get ready for today's awesome show. Welcome everyone to Sparking Wholeness. I am super thrilled about our guest today. Our guest is Bobby Ann Allen. Bobby Ann is a pastor's wife, mom, and ministry leader. She is the author of The Jesus, Our Joy, and There is More to Your Story Bible Study, and the co-author of The Home Family Devotional. She was raised in a small East Texas town. She travels and speaks to audiences all over the country on topics connected with the how-tos of intentionally merging biblical truth with real-life living. Her newest book, and I didn't even mention she has other Bible studies on top of what I said, but her newest book is called Own Your Everyday Influence, and it is available now. So I cannot wait to get to talking to Bobby Ann. Bobby Ann, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. This is super fun. We met, I, I, I will say, a little backstory. We met at a family camp, mm-hmm. um, gosh, like a year and a half ago, yeah, that's right. and totally bonded. I think sometimes, I'm friends with her on Facebook, I think sometimes we're the same person. It's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I think this is going to be a great conversation. I know. So yeah, so first things first, let's talk about your new book, Own Your okay. Everyday Influence. I love the title. Um, what was the inspiration for this book?
1: Um, well, you know, there's a few inspirations. Um, first of all, I am. A naturally driven person. Um, in fact, I, I should mention too that I co-authored this book with my mentor, um, Simone Monroe, who is actually has a master's degree in leadership. And Simone has invested in my life and spoken so much life into me as far as being a leader. And so as she and I sit and we talk and we talk about leadership, um, part of our philosophy of ministry and leadership is that that leadership is not just about these people who have titles and have positions in fact um, she 's probably one of the first people that said to me that as she spoke to her team as she she served as a women 's pastor for many many years that she always reminded the women that they were just as much women's ministers as she was Mm -hmm. like, it wasn't about a title. It's about the opportunity to influence another person. And as I've continued in ministry and I've interacted with women, I've, I've heard women um, really vulnerably express this kind of thing that um, per- I, I tell a story in the book, particularly about a young woman who I knew her before she was ever married or had kids, and she had a heart for international missions. I mean, she she wanted to go reach the impoverished and, and unknown, uh, unreachable villages. That, that was just the passion of her heart, and as she sat across from me one day at Chick-fil-A, she... Basically said, did I miss it? She said, I love my husband and I love these two children, but I spend my days yeah. wiping noses and picking up toys. And what? what did I miss? What I'm supposed to do? And I, I, I hear this when people are really vulnerable, wondering what am I doing with my life? Um, because a lot of times, particularly out of the heart for wanting to honor God, we have created some image of something sensational and big mm-hmm. and huge for what that needs to look like. Yep. And, As a result, a lot of times we miss out on the very thing that's right in front of us, the thing that God wants to do something really significant with. And when we begin to to embrace and own what's right in front of us, when we're, as the Bible says, when we're faithful with a little, um, God begins to open up doors where we can have influence in bigger ways. But what really matters is the influence of what's right. What's just right in front of us in our day-to-day, everyday life, and so those those kind of were the the sparks for what really inspired this this book is this desire for women, men too, but but our hmm. our kind of audience is women, is to help them understand, explain, and convince them of their role as leaders whether or not they have a position or title, Mm. um, to be able to influence another person.
0: That is so good. I love that. I think that there is, I don't know if it's because of social media and we see all these people doing these great things that we think that we need to be doing these great things. Um, I often remind myself of that in the daily the mundane when you know i was i guess 3 years ago um i started the homeschool journey oh, um, yes. it was not the life that i chose but the homeschool life chose me yes. you know just through <laughs> through a crazy turn of events yeah. and i know that that's what i'm supposed to be doing mm-hmm. but i personally want to be doing so much more yes. than that like mm-hmm. i um we talked a little bit before we started recording yeah. about our personality types and how we're driven we are goal driven people we want to go and do and be. And when I'm with my kids, when we're working on, you know, double digit edition or whatever it yeah. is, it's that reminder for me that, okay, no, no, no. This is what I have in front of me here. This is yes. my, what did you say? Um, opportunity to influence. I thought yeah. that that was a really good statement. Um, mm-hmm. We all have an opportunity to influence wherever we are. And why do we, I feel like sometimes we minimize that. Why oh. do we minimize that? Do you think? What is you know?
1: It? I definitely comparison is mm, a huge yeah. part of that. And and one of the things we do in this book, um, we really start a whole. It's been a whole section on this book is really helping people embrace their identity, who God created them to be. Because I think that's the thing is when I look at somebody else and I see whether it's their personality types or their passions or just how they relate or their experiences they're having all of a sudden I feel like I should be doing that I should right. be having those experiences I should feel this or want that uh-huh. and then I have to take a step back and go wait a second how did God put me together hmm. did God put me together that way and because if if I was just like somebody else or then really who is going to be doing what I'm doing? And yeah. and when I began to embrace, and I love the, the term assignment, that I believe that God has given us each an assignment. And if I'm trying to do somebody else's assignment, my assignment's not getting done or somebody else gets the opportunity to do it. And particularly when that, I, I think of it, when we're talking about homeschooling or um, with with my family, For instance, Mm -hmm. um, nobody else gets to be my kid's mom and nobody else gets to be my husband's wife and gets to uh, steward that influence. Mm -hmm. Now, somebody else can influence them um, in other ways, but I have such this unique opportunity, but we're so drawn to flashy and to, of course, the highlight reel that is social media of (laughs) what we think that looks like Uh and even the highlight reel of what we think bigger our idea of what bigger Mm -hmm. is that if I was able to do this and this and this, then there would be some level of satisfaction that comes along with that. When Mm -hmm. we often don't see the other side of what, what goes along with our idea of big or shiny or flashy. And instead by, by looking for that thing, man, we miss so much in the present. Yeah.
0: And, Mm -hmm. um,
1: I think I just, because as I've followed you on social media, as I've even listened to your podcast, you mm-hmm. know, I think that you talk so much about, about stress and how that affects our mm-hmm. life. I think that yeah. that comparison, um, adds so much to that stress mm-hmm. because we feel the need to be or do something that we were never created to yeah. be or do. Oh, and, that's so true. Yeah. And I, like, I just feel like though, when we begin to own who we are, we can really find some satisfaction and fulfillment um and using some of your terminology just some wholeness mm-hmm. there um with that
0: that's so good uh, you know, I never thought about comparison being a stressor, but oh my gosh, yeah, as you're saying that i I, I got chills actually, that's just the kind of person I am. <laughs> I get chills over little statements that get me excited, but um yeah, yeah but seriously, like comparison is i mean it, we know it's it's the thief of joy right oh, but man. it's so much more than that i think it's probably um the thief of healthy cortisol levels because it probably <laughs> when I is am stressing over what i could be doing or should be doing or not being like that person or yes being like this for per- you know what okay so cyber monday was a while back and the thing about <laughs> cyber monday for me is it kind of stresses me out yes. because there are so many things that I can get and oh, right. i turn into that kind of that if then monster mm-hmm. like if i get this then I'll feel really good about myself. Yes. Or then my house will look better. Or like I really I got my Christmas present early. Um, I got some Athleta leggings. Okay. This is not sponsored by Athleta, but um, <laughs> they really I, I really like their leggings yes. because they last forever. Um, they are ridiculously expensive. And so I got them on sale. And in my head, I was like, okay, is that really gonna make me happy mm-hmm. getting my athleta yeah. leggings? Like Probably not, you know. Probably. But there's all this buildup, and so Cyber Monday stresses me out. The post-Christmas holiday sales—they mm. stress me out because it's like it starts me into this. It like it, it feeds the if-then monster. Yeah, you know, like it FOMO. The, yes, yes, like, yes, yes. Like if Absolutely. I can have this, or my kids. Like, you know, I'm not too particular about what my kids wear. I'm <laughs> sure you're not either. I, I feel oh, like we're kind of probably oh. the same on that. Just like. I don't know, put clothes on and go, you know? Well, I just, um, t-
1: can we just be above looking homeless? That's, that's, yeah. Yeah. That's right. What
0: I, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> I mean, there are things they come out with I'm like, okay, well, well, okay, whatever you're on. dressed, whatever you're yeah. And I don't have to do it. So yeah. that's fine. But I, I start to even think about that, like with their clothes and with mm. how does my family look and how, if, mm. how do they look, how does that reflect on me? And it just like feeds this. Oh yeah. It's crazy. Right. It, it and is. I don't know if that's, That takes me, like you were saying, it takes me out of the present Mm -hmm. and I can't be who I need to be here when I'm worried about what I could be. So I think that that's such an important thing to focus
1: on. Well, I think too, there's actually a chapter in our book that's entitled Comparison Devastates Influence Um, because a lot of times when we spend so much time looking at someone else, we we're not okay with who we are Mm -hmm. and who God created us to be. And as we influence other people, they don't feel safe with a person who isn't okay with themselves. They feel like they need to be somebody else. They need to do something else. And, and as we embrace more of who God created us to be, we, our influence becomes the potential of that influence just expands dramatically Mm -hmm. because, um, we're okay with us. Not That doesn't mean there's not ever room for growth and there's not room for change. Mm-hmm. But when we really start to go, you know what? I don't have to have all of that or I don't have to do all of that. You know what? No. Just like no with no explanation. Following. <laughs> Just no period. Yeah. You start – people really – pay attention to that because it's so rare, honestly. Yeah. If we look at the relationships we have, our culture, our society, we, we don't know how to say no because most of the times we don't know. We don't know who we are. Mm. We haven't artic- articulated what our values are, what our priorities are. We we just don't have some of these things solidified. And so one of the our, our main goals in this book is really it it's an interactive book of walking you through who are you what what do you value what do you prioritize you know and be able to really nail some of those things down instead of letting them kind of float over your head and go oh sure i prioritize mm-hmm. the people i love the most but do you yeah. like let's look at how, how do you spend your time how do you spend your money how and again it just kind of brings all that down and grounds it um, a little bit. And again, all of these things affect our ability to influence other yeah. people. And um, I was thinking about this as just kind of taking a little step back to where we were of this idea of, of big and and doing something great. Mm-hmm. I um, Several years ago, I actually worked with a marketing consultant um, really talking about growing a business and that sort of thing. And w- probably the biggest one of the biggest things I came out of that with is that instead of thinking about how can I reach thousands of people, he says uh, the guy really talked about how are you going to reach the one? Like when you have mm-hmm. the one, yeah. what are you going to do with that one? Mm-hmm. And instead of going, oh, well, I don't really have time for you because I've got to go reach all these other people. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. This is the one you have, and when you steward that well, that person then is mm-hmm. going to go talk about what you did, and you yep. become better at what you do, and and your opportunity to influence. So, mm-hmm. if I influence well the people that are in my everyday life, when when opportunities that come that I didn't even see coming, or I was like, whoa, I'm so better equipped to influence on a different scale, Hmm. but only when I've taken care of the influence that's right around me. That's
0: so good. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I've seen people really big visionaries that I love that. I love big visionaries um, because man, the ideas and imaginations are so fantastic. But a lot of times I see them getting lost in their big visions Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. and then
1: what's happening in their everyday life is just crumbling.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, and
1: so I think yeah. that that's so important that we we do these things in in a correct order, based not just on our priorities, but also just the priorities that God's put in in place um, of what yeah. He prioritizes. So
0: that's so good. That's such a good reminder, just for me personally, because I my one of my fatal flaws. I have many of them, but one of them is that I tend to prioritize uh, my family last, and mm. I know that. That seems so counterintuitive as a wife and a mother, but yeah. I like, I, I want all these other, I want to do all these other things and yeah. then I'm, I have nothing left to give my family, Yeah, you know? And that's something I've struggled with for years yes. I'm constantly trying to reel back in and have boundaries. Oh, <laughs> and, man. and you mentioned saying no, um, yeah. that's a big thing for me is like learning to, uh, exercise my no muscle. I'm not Mm-mm. good at it and I'm learning Hard. and it's getting better. But I like that this book that you mentioned that it's interactive mm-hmm. because I do think that we have a lot of, um, there's a lot, a lot out there telling us how to be bigger, better, stronger, you know, all these mm-hmm. things. And that this book is more about based on what, what you're saying is more about being present mm-hmm. with what you have here in front of you. And there are ways to do that and find out mm-hmm. how to improve on that. So tell me yeah. a little bit more about the interactive aspect. Like, what Okay, are some-
1: yeah, that's a great question. So, um, well, the first, our first section of the book is about our identity. Um, it, influence begins with identity. And we spend some time going through five different things um, whether it's, we start with uh, your personality or what we call your relational style. In fact, mm. Simone, my co-author, Simone Monroe, um, wrote this section on personality mm. um, and we give you an opportunity. We, we include um, some assessment and some resources that mm. takes you to to really look into your personality. What is your personality style? Um, we we do a passions assessment of some things that you're really, really passionate about um, that we believe that God has put inside you um, before you were ever born. Um, we talk about spiritual gifts that... Um, for Jesus followers, people that have the Holy Spirit living inside them, that are given um, spiritual gifts when they've come into relationship with God, um, we include a spiritual gifts inventory in there. Um, we talk about your your skills, your abilities, your talent sort of mm-hmm. things, things that you're just naturally good at, and then we actually um, do an opportunity for to talk about your experiences. And so we yeah. we take that from several different ways. Um, And areas, whether that be how you grew up, um, Mm -hmm. the the family dynamic of the people you grew up with, um, your education experience, Mm -hmm. even from whether you were homeschooled or public schooled or private schooled, whether what your um, post high school education experience is. But then uh, and when we do several things, um, you're. Ministry experience or your mm-hmm. spiritual experiences, and then we even talk about some of your most hurtful experiences, mm-hmm. um, whether it be a traumatic experience, um, mm-hmm. some life shaping experiences. And so, um, those are some of the things that we do interactively just in that first section. Um, then we also take it and we do a section on um, your personal values. And oh, so, cool. Um, because I think that's the thing is that a lot of us have this idea of what our values are. Um, but if I ask you what your values are, that might be harder to talk about. Mm, And so I actually, um, our family, um, I talk about this in the book have, has written out our, our family values and we have it actually where I'm sitting talking to you right now. Um, I have a Christmas tree, um, here, but, um, Usually it's got a canvas with our family values on it written out. Um, but then I give the opportunity in the book to learn how to write your own personal values. Um, so that's, that's in the book for you to work through. And then there's also the same thing, um, with priorities, um, Mm. to really, and, and not just, Hey, this is, but take, taking a step back in and we really have you list out, like, what are all the roles that you have? And then, like, we kind of take, okay, what are your top five most important roles? And then we kind of say, what are your goals for some of these roles? And so, in the book, all of these things are, you have the opportunity to, to walk through and not just read about what you should do, um, but take it from, oh, that sounds good to what do I do with this in my real life? How, and, and I often say it's, um, we don't necessarily give you the gift of time, but we do give you the gift of right now. Like if you're, if you're going to say I'm going to read 10 pages, well in that 10 pages, you get the opportunity to do that right there. Um, so instead of, Hey, later, you know, you can do this. No, let's just do it. And so it's, it is interactive in helping you work through all of those things.
0: That's great. I love that. I, um, that sounds similar when I was actually in nutrition school, they yeah. gave us a lot of interactive activities like that with our, with our goals for our, our coaching business and da da. da. Yeah. And I, what I loved about it is I don't typically, again, I'm not on my own going to be like, what are my goals? What are my, you know, I yes, have a lot of ideas yeah. in my head. I don't write down everything. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. And so I got into the habit of writing these down, writing down priorities and anything mm-hmm. that I want to do that doesn't fit into my priorities is probably going to have to fall away yeah. or I'm going to have to, you know, sit, practice flexing my no muscle, you yes. know? So, well, and, go ahead. No, I was just, I, so I love that. Yeah, yes. Love-
1: well, and I think all these things set you up for, for practicing that no muscle because it provides a filter. All of those things provide a filter for you to, when you, when you feel that temptation to compare yourself with someone else, it becomes a filter to say, wait, do I really need that in my life? Is that yes. something that really fits with my goals, with the way that I was uh-huh. made with, with these people that are in my circle to influence mm-hmm. and you start, you start seeing what they can be great and it's not, mm-hmm. they're not bad things necessarily. They just might not be the best thing for you to accomplish what you want to do with the influence that you yeah. have.
0: And and I think what's cool about that, being able to do that, the byproduct of that is to be able to rejoice when other people mm. see success, yes. right? Because I think so many times, I don't know this, again, it's a social media thing. It's just mm-hmm. our culture now. It's like, there are a lot of people succeeding at a lot of things. Yeah. And so it's really easy to look and go, oh, well, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. And so when I change it to, well, I'm not doing that because that's not for me right now, or I have, you know, that's not in my lane or whatever it is, yes. you know, to, then you can really go, Oh, awesome. Great job. I'm so glad you're having yes. success with that. I don't know. There's, it's just a mindset shift. Yeah. There, and I, and so I really like that. Um, the whole comparison stressor, I'm still still marinating on point, that. On that yeah.
1: <laughs> well, and I think yeah. that's, you know, just this idea. And we talk about that after we finish this about how important perspective is mm-hmm. as, because I think a lot of times we don't realize how much, and I, I don't like to use the word control, but that's mm-hmm. probably the best word here. Um, we, we definitely have a choice, um, of, of what our minds are set on. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, we have, we are bombarded, particularly if if you're on social media at all. Well, if you watch the news, if you, I mean, like you're just bombarded with what, with this idea of comparison and thinking um, what you should be doing, or I wish I had that, or, or look what somebody else is doing. And when, when you Really, you have to be super intentional about it. In fact, I, I use the term, you have to lead yourself in this mm, um, before good. you lead anybody else. Uh-huh. That you have the opportunity to shift your perspective. And um, I, I did a lot of research on this, um, particularly with these just the way that the brain works and the things that we mm. fixate our minds on. Yeah. That. In order to retrain our brain, you have to, you have to be intentional about saying, wait a second, do like, wait, these these are, this Mm -hmm. is what I know. And then making a shift. And of course, the more you do that, the easier it becomes, the more automatic it Mm -hmm. becomes because as you know better than anyone, you can train your body and you can (laughs) train your mind. Um, But. Naturally, we shift towards the things that aren't healthy for us.
0: Right, and, yeah, the um, negative and, things. Oh, Why? Man. Why do we get I stuck mean, in the just, negative thought patterns? Oh, uh, I
1: mean, we just, and we, and because it's such this easy path for mm-hmm. our mind to go on. And so to, to take a different path does require some perspective, but it's also what, it's what good leaders do. Good yeah. leaders don't let the things around them set the tone, mm. they set the tone. Mm-hmm. And it it does um I think about it as um rowing a boat. Yeah. You know, you can you can go along with the current mm-hmm. or you can stick your oars in the water. Um and and this is one of those things that you can have negative thoughts cuz everybody else is doing that and and it's it's mm-hmm. kind of or you can stick your oars in the water and choose the direction that you're going to go. And so, um, gosh, that for influencers, um, our perspective that of how we choose to see things doesn't mean that we're not aware, or we don't have a self-awareness of ourselves or our, or the reality of our circumstances. But if we want to change things, we have to see things differently. Mm. And so, um, As far as influencers and leadership goes, man, that's just super vital as far as that's concerned. You ever wonder if you're the only woman who runs errands in her yoga pants so it will look like she went to the gym? Or how about the only mom who feeds her kids raw cookie dough? Or are you the only one who cooks her family cold cereal for dinner? Do you need more laughter and less loudness? More self-love and less self-loathing? More joy and less judgment? You're not alone. Come to the living room. A place where we get comfy, candid, and confident together. Come seeking sanctuary and leave feeling renewed. We're saving a seat for you. Give yourself some living room today.
0: Do you struggle with knowing the right food for your lifestyle? Is there really a one right way to eat? As a chronic dieter, I was always so confused by the food rules and the fad diets. Where to even start? That's why I decided to go into health coaching. As your health coach, I will help you find the solution that is right for you. I will help you find balance. Unlike most dietitians and nutritionists, I focus on a whole person approach, not just food. I address stress, sleep patterns, underlying root issues, and so many other contributing factors to health. And as a mental illness survivor, I love talking about ways to fire up brain health. If you're interested in learning more and maybe even a complimentary consultation, contact me at www.sparkingwholeness.com or message me on Instagram through the handle sparking wholeness. And now let's get back to the show. I really like the, the boat <laughs> analogy. I, I like visuals and a little visual mm-hmm. like that, but I like that because I'm like, yeah, I'm like, so where just even for myself, like that's such a good, mm-hmm. where am I, where do I need to stick my oars in? Yeah. You know, And where, where am I going with the current? Where do I need to stick my oars in? And like, again, and just have that, like you said, the perspective. And I do think that leaders, you think about good leaders, they have kind of a one track mind, track yeah. mind. They know where they're going. Yeah. Um, was there anything as you were writing this and I know you probably had a direction as you were going, did you shift directions at any point? Did anything surprise you? Did you have any aha moments and kind of switch focus
1: or anything? Um, you know, I don't know if there was ever a real shift of focus necessarily. Um, but, and just to be honest with you, uh, because this book is so, Introspective. Um, it, it really is helping other people look within themselves. You can't help but do that as you're writing it. And um, so a couple of things really it's hard to narrow it down, but a couple of things that really and we kind of just hit on some of these, but this idea of leading yourself, I mean, I, I kind of came across this phrase as I was researching and reading and studying and and preparing just to write. Um, and I am I have written and talked a lot and believe in, especially as we've talked about this similar personality, I'm very driven, I'm very task oriented. So it's easy for me to talk about being intentional and being disciplined and Mm -hmm. and putting disciplines in your life. But this idea of leading yourself, um, really just, moved me that, that mm-hmm. idea, because even as I'm training my children, um, yeah. in their relationships with, with the culture and the mm-hmm. people around them, you know, I had this conversation with my son this weekend because he, he made a poor choice about something. And, mm-hmm. and I said, why did you do that? And he said, well, he named a little boy told me to, and I, I asked him, I said, Kai, I said, did you Did you lead you or did someone else lead you? Um, Because we have to, again, Mm -hmm. um, the culture and people in our lives are quick to tell us if what we should be doing. Um, And unless we have established for ourselves, this is what I will do, this is how I will live, um, we will let someone else lead us. And so, so really just, I, I I think of this often um, because for me, I, it is, it is my mind. It is, um, getting control of some of my thoughts as negative circumstances come at me or as I see obstacles or things that I have to go, hold on, I have a choice here, right? And so I have a choice to lead myself down that negative path or I have a choice to make, to go, wait, no. I'm going to choose something else. I'm going to choose a different perspective. And so, and, which leads me really to, as I wrote the part on perspective, I was just, I was so convicted, honestly, um, just about how easily I choose to go, gosh, this is the worst, you mm-hmm. know? <laughs> and yeah. when it's, it's not, it's, it's almost never the worst. Um, there's always almost in hindsight where you go, wow, I might not have chosen that, <laughs> but look what I got or, you know, and look what I've learned or have grown or, um, and, and realizing that good leadership means that we choose our perspective and our attitudes towards something. And I keep using this word leadership and, um, I talk about it a lot in the book, but I, I want to make sure that your listeners know that, mm-hmm. that one of the key components of this book is this this underlying belief that if you are in relationship with Jesus, that part of the charge and commission that we've been given is to lead. Um, yeah. That may not mean we, we stand on a platform or mm-hmm. we run a huge, but, but if leadership equals influence, then we're called to be leaders. Yeah. And so I, I just feel like, again, if I'm called to be a leader, which again, I'm driven, I'm task-oriented, it seems like a natural thing for me, but it's no more my responsibility as it is someone else's responsibility to grow as leaders. Yeah. Um, whether, whether I'm at home with little ones or I'm raising teenagers or I'm in a hospital taking care of patients, to grow as a leader because that means I grow as an influencer. And so I think that that's where I see for me, it's so important that I go, okay, I, if I'm going to lead in my everyday life, that means that I, I've got to, I've got to get my attitude in check. And mm-hmm. and I have a choice in that. Um, I always have a choice in yeah. that, even if it's really tough sometimes.
0: Yeah, no, that's so good and I think and that's such a good reminder. I I like that leadership is something we are all called to no matter where we are. And yeah. so and the fact that this book um is for like you said, maybe the mom who is at home with yeah. little ones and you know, maybe she quit her job so she could stay home and mm-hmm. is feeling like, "Well, I sure was doing a lot with my job. Yeah. I'm not doing anything here, but" wiping noses and, yeah. you know, <laughs> going yeah. back to your earlier, in the toilets. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, Ooh, super glamorous. Yeah. Um, but that, that is leadership. And mm-hmm. I forget, um, you know, and just with kids, like mm-hmm. I forget that the things that I say to my kids and how that has a ripple effect on so much. Um, yes. I see it because, you know, my oldest and my second, they're 10 years apart. And so the way she talks to him, oftentimes I listen to her tone of voice. I'm like, why is she being so mean? And I'm mean. And it, it's convicting for me because I'm like, oh, dang. Like, yeah. I think I talk to her like that. Yeah. You know, and she's just repeating mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> my tone of voice when oh. she's in trouble. Yeah. You know, and so it's like, that is that's a huge area of leadership. Yeah. Like that is a huge area of influence and we minimize that, you know, yes. again, going back to what we said before, we minimize the influence and the impact we have. Um, and so I I love, uh, yeah, I love all of that. Um, so what do you think? I mean, I guess you've kind of already said it, but yeah. just going back to just people who are thinking, well, gosh, this book's not, because I'm already thinking, I'm like, yeah, I need this book. I need to start getting to work. Um, what are some big takeaways that we can expect to get um, when we go through this. I mean, I know you probably already touched on some things, but what else?
1: No, you know, I think, I hope one of the big takeaways um, for people is learning to see value um, where they are Um, learning to see value in, in the mundane Mm -hmm. Um, uh, because the truth is that the things that feel worthless or like they don't matter that much, um, when to the people that we're doing it with, um, they may never express that to us. Mm -hmm. But again, they, it, it has enormous value. Um, I think about it this way. When, when you think about, when you look back, either uh, anybody, when we look back at the people that have had the most influence on in our lives, rarely is it the people who stood on a platform or ran a big company or mm-hmm. wrote a bunch of books. It's mm-hmm. usually somebody like a grandmother. Or it's a dad or it's an uncle or it's a teacher. Um, these are the people that when we look back and we think about who had the most influence and again, it's not because they were doing something sensational Mm. or it's because they were doing their day to day life. And I, you know, um, again when we when we begin to embrace that and we begin to find value in these day to day life, you begin to see how God is at work in mm-hmm. some really small things um because for God, small things when you put them in the hand of a big god is is absolutely incredibly valuable, and so I think. That, that's probably one of the greatest takeaways that I get that I would want somebody else to get. And again, also just to th- this idea of being present, because again, mm-hmm. um, life comes in seasons. Yeah. And, and there are seasons where it is like all the wiping the noses and the... Okay, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna go sit in a cubicle again today, or I'm gonna mm-hmm. whatever it is for us um, that seems like I'm just wasting my life, mm-hmm. and 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 you could be wasting your life, but you don't have to be. You can take any any opportunity, any yeah. circumstances, any place, and it doesn't have to be wasteful when you allow those moments to become influence opportunities. That's good, and, and so.
0: Yeah. That's, that's another leadership thing too, that I think is important. It's like seeing, you touched on the perspective, seeing the big picture and seeing that this little mundane moment could be leading to something big and having that outlook instead of being stuck in the day to day. Yeah. But realizing that each day to day has purpose oh, yeah. and meaning. And you even wrote something, um, I was reading earlier about small people doing small things for a big God. And mm-hmm. I really like that yeah. too. Yeah. Um, cause there are so many days that, yeah, it's like, how am I influencing anybody by changing the diaper of my over three-year-old who should be Potty trained by now, you know. Like this is, (laughs) yeah. Like, what is this really accomplishing? But it it is. It's those day to day things that are going to lead to bigger impact, and that's a leadership thing. That's a perspective thing. Like that just ties it all in. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you think this is something this book could be done like in a in a small group, like in a book study format? Would that be a
1: oh, absolutely. Um and. One of the things is, so we've got a website, everydayinfluence.org, where there are resources and small group um, resources. Um, just of, usually we we recommend, and so it's not it's not a whole lot because I I tend to believe in letting people just connect with one another through what they're already doing. Um, so a lot of the interactive things you can just kind of have a conversation about as you do it weekly. Um, but just a kind of a idea outline. Here's what you can do this Mm -hmm. week, um, with just a few reflection questions to talk about as a group. But absolutely, this is something that you could put with, um, a group really of almost any age, just to be honest, um, adults, um, well, really, you could put this in front of some teenagers. I know. I said, um, even for my teen daughter, yeah. I wonder if this would be interesting for her Just and her friends. Because, well, do. the truth is, kind of, we both have um, adolescent daughters that, you know, walking through a hall of a middle school or a high mm-hmm. school or um, going to ball practice or whatever, yeah. all have the opportunity every day to influence the people around us. And um, it is so easy. I, because this is just our nature, this is just how we were created um, with a sinful nature that says that we're the center of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, we we often forget that we can be this instrument of influence, and um, so I, absolutely, I think this would be a great thing to have conversation um, with other people. Um, and and what an amazing thing for for a group of people to all of a sudden begin to see. Wait a second, this is so meaningful. What yeah. what's happening around me um, to really, to change a culture of whether that be within a church or just within a neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, within an office building. I think it would be absolutely synergistic really yeah, to do this yeah. with some other people.
0: And I think it would really solidify some of the ideas and some of the changes and things that we want to look at making because of the book mm-hmm. too, because I, I know for me, just writing things down, there's so, I remember things better when I write them down. I, you know, there's something that happens from brain to pen. I don't know what it is. It's just, there's meaning in writing things down. And so just the activities like Mm -hmm. you mentioned that are in this book to do that and then to talk about it with other people, um, yeah, really make a big difference. And so I love that this is so, um, practical is, is oh. the word. It's-
1: well, that's, you know, and you read my bio that that is the passion of my mm-hmm. heart that we would take biblical truths and learn how to merge it with our real life living because mm-hmm. otherwise it's just a bunch of information. Yeah. Um, but if we can take it and and walk it out, learn and and usually it is this process of breaking it down, deconstructing it a little bit to go, wait a second, how does this fit with the way God made me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's so cool how God has created our brains to process that information, even in relationship with other people. Um, yeah, do that. yeah, no,
0: I love it. I love that it's it's practical, doable. Um, and I, I also think what I really like too, um, just in this whole conversation, is that we're also this is, you know, January. This is resolution yeah. time, oh, right? Yeah. And oh, put that's so good. So much emphasis on <laughs> and I'm so anti-resolution, not because I don't love yeah. resolutions. I love resolutions and I want to make all the resolutions and do all you know, I love yes. them, but it's not always beneficial for me because <laughs> I lose I lose track of so yes. much. Yes. And so I think Breaking things down, like you said, and realistic, yeah, making things real, not overcomplicating. Yes, that's the other thing that came to mind when you were talking, like, not overcomplicating these issues, and like, just like, hey, this is where I am, this is what I'm going through, this is what it means for me to be in the present. Yeah, these are my priorities, this is my opportunity to influence, you know, um, I think that that's so, so good. Um, anything I'm trying, anything else that we haven't touched on, I feel like we've we've touched on so much. What Um, else, um, how is this different from what you've done before? Talk a little bit about okay. other things you've written. There's, yeah. Um, so you know, I'm sure people would love to know.
1: Yeah. So I, I refer to myself really probably first and foremost as a Bible teacher. I love the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, I, in fact, I get a little giddy. Um, I, I've, so I've published two Bible studies. Um, you mentioned I've written some more. There's some free ones on my website at Bobbyann.com. Um, but I, so I've written two Bible studies. Um, one, "Jesus, Our Joy," that's a study of Philippians, and one that's um, there is more to your story. That's a study of Ruth, um, and those were so much fun for me to write. I always say that my favorite um, Bible. St- Study is the one that I'm writing um, (laughs) because that's usually how I feel about it. And then um, my husband, Jared, and I actually wrote a family devotional together. Um, Jared is a pastor, as you mentioned earlier, and he and I spent 15 years in student ministry. And we often say that the biggest takeaway that we had from student ministry is how little influence, actually, that we had as student pastors mm-hmm. and what enormous influence parents have. Yeah. Um, in fact, parents are the chief predictor of the spiritual health mm-hmm. of a a child that will become an adult. Yeah. Um, and whether positive or negative, they're the chief predictor. And so mm-hmm. we we wanted to put something in parents' hands to help resource them to really invest in the lives of their kids. And so we wrote a devotional, a six-week devotional on spiritual disciplines. Um, we often say it is not going to teach your kids Bible stories. There's great books for that. Yeah. <laughs> That's This is just not that. One. This is to teach them to answer some of the questions of why, why in the world do we have to go to church? Yeah. Why, why, why do we read our... I mean, Okay, if we're reading about how, how am I supposed to read this thing and how do I pray Mm -hmm. and why do I pray? And so it it walks them through actually six different spiritual disciplines, um, to have a conversation as a family about them. And so you can tell I'm a little bit excited about that one too. Um, so we've, we've done that. And, um, so, and then I just, I get the opportunity to go and, um, speak to women at retreats and, um, Mm -hmm. conferences and that sort of thing, which is such a, fun for me because I love to partner with churches and see what they're doing. And so that's, that's really a joy for me to do. Um, but this, um, gosh, own your everyday influence. And and this idea of walking it out is really, really cool too.
0: Yeah. I love that you're a speaker too. And that's why I was excited to have you on because it's not every author, not everyone who writes a book can speak well. I, that sounds horrible. I mean, I don't, Does that, can no, I actually, no, no. I've, actually that no. I've actually heard it said <laughs> you know I mean? that yeah. not
1: every writer has to speak, but every speaker has go. to write. Yes. And, yes. yes. Yeah.
0: And, and you have, you do both well. And so yeah, that's I why I like it. you express yourself while well speaking and writing. And well, so thank you. that's why I was excited to have you on. <laughs> um, all right. That sounded bad. But um, anyway, <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> yeah. All right. I probably won't. Um. That's all right. But yeah, no, I love that. Um, And I think that that's why I knew that this conversation would be great. And so where can people find out more about your other books? Or I know this book you said is everydayinfluence.org. Yes. And where can people get your other stuff?
1: Yes. um, So... Well, all of them are available on Amazon, but if you want to know which books that I've written, they're all available at my website, which is bobbyann.com, which is okay. spelled a little funny because um, my parents were fun like that, um, which is <laughs> b-o-b-i-a-n-n.com, and so all of my books are are there. And so, um, you can, that's the East
0: Texas spelling of Bobby Ann,
1: correct? That is exactly right. The East East Texas girl right there. And, um, yes, that's the East Texas way.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, how about my last question? I got to ask you is if you could give one piece of advice to spark someone towards wholeness, what would it be?
1: You know, Erin, that's such a good question. And I think, we, we've spent probably most of our time talking about, so about <laughs> it during our time together because, um, you know, when we embrace the way that we were made, um, we are just freed to live a different way of life. We get mm-hmm. to live with um, a different level of health and wholeness mm-hmm. than someone who feels the need to look like or be like yeah. or. Somebody else that they were never created to be like, and so I always encourage people to that sounds good, but if you don't know who you are then that that that's gonna be really hard to not compare yourself so go find who you are find who God created you to be yeah. and um this this book is only one way to do that I, we are not the only game in town there are, there's all kinds of resources um to go to go discover the way you were made, the, the unique way that you were created and the assignment you were meant to carry out.
0: Awesome. Yeah, I love that. And I love that um, we are talking about dealing with the whole person. Not, It's not just about what you eat. It's not just about how much you sleep. It's not just about if you exercise. Yeah. Those things are great things. But, oh man, that emotional, mental oh, health piece yeah. and knowing who you are. And, oh, there, there's so much to that that actually... Yeah has a physical response in your body. Oh, so
1: absolutely. Yeah. Well so much Love of that, that affects whether you sleep well. Yeah. <laughs> whether you make the, the choices and uh-huh, the, the choices uh-huh. you make of what you're gonna do with your physical body uh-huh. because you begin to value who you are when you yep. when you know the unique way and the purpose for which you were created.
0: Yeah, I love it. Okay, well, thank you so so much for being on the show and loved our interview. And um, I think thank you. I'm I'm feeling super inspired. I'm ready to (laughs) own my everyday influence. There you go. So good. (laughs) Thank you again.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Sparking Wholeness. For more on all things related to nutrition for mind, body, and soul, check out my website, sparkingwholeness.com. Don't forget to be kind and subscribe to this show wherever you listen to podcasts. And to be really kind, you can leave a nice review. I like those.